Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This podcast is part of the You Haven't Heard This Productions and Publications Network. For more great shows and blogs and vlogs, please visit www.yhhtmpc.com. Welcome to YHHTMPC. Wait, 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 wait. What does that mean exactly? Oh, yeah. You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast. A show about introducing lesser-known music of lesser-known artists from all over the world. And now, without further ado, a one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Hello and welcome to You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast, a podcast about lesser-known music by lesser-known artists that we believe are as good, if not better, than those in the mainstream. And we're back, we are back, we are back, we are back. We had a short break and a couple of re-records and then something else. And now we're here and it's another A-side, it's season five, episode 19. Can I just stop you there, please, Mike? Sorry. Can I, mm. Just a second. Um, we were back uh, just over a week ago. You didn't turn up. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to skip over that. <laughs> you put it on an awkward night. <laughs> do I have to do all that again now? No, you carry on. <laughs> all right, then. Excellent. Well, I'm Mike Five. Uh, it's my turn to <laughs> my turn to talk to you. Talk your ears off this evening and drive the show. Um, I, I will introduce my co-host. You just heard Richie. Hello, Richie. Hello, Mike. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. I'm back. That's all anyone cares about, mate. Um, of course. <laughs> so I'm very good. Uh, we've got Wayne with us as well. Hello, hello, everybody. Hello. Back again. Back again. How are you, Wayne? I'm always all right, mate, mate. You know me. Excellent. Very good. Uh, we have a special guest this evening, Jamie Jamal. Hello. Hello, Mike and guys. Hello. And how are you? Oh, fabulous. Tired, actually. No. Uh, good, but tired. Fabulous, tired, good, all of the above. Excellent. Just because I worked 75 hours this week, that kind of tired. Are there that many hours in a week? That's quite a lot. Yes. <laughs> um, and we do also have our special guest AI host, who this week is Brian, the most terrifying AI co-host we've ever had on the show. How have you been, Brian? Good evening, strangers. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here today. So very, very happy. Simply dripping with excitement. I am very much looking forward to getting to know you guys. 
along with your families and children. I think we are all going to get on with each other like a dream. A beautiful, everlasting dream. Fucking you hell. love me. I love you. I will <laughs> never leave you. We all belong to each other. I'm rubbing myself. Oh my god. <laughs> I get messages like that all the time. <laughs> okay, now. Oh my goodness me. Well, I won't be sharing any personal information on this podcast. I can tell I you will. that. Sounds like, <laughs> sounds like Sean Bean with emphysema. Um, <laughs> uh, so that's who's on the show. Um, before you go any further, if you haven't already, have a look at yhhtmpc.com where you can find out more about the show, the artists, the hosts, the blogs, podcasts, and other things that we've got in our fantastic network of creative awesomeness uh, and you can also support the podcast by buying some merch looking great at the same time or going to our patreon uh, which is linked on the website and putting in the price of a cup of coffee a month i think it is and you might get some exclusive behind the scenes things and chances to win prizes and all that sort of stuff so that's the housekeeping out of the way we've got a very good show lined up tonight i'm looking forward to it and we're going to kick off with the icebreaker <laughs> excellent the icebreaker is of course where we all get to know each other just a little bit better um full disclosure i had a what i thought was a really good icebreaker planned for this evening and it was so good that i tested it out a couple of weeks ago on new music saturday it occurred to me five minutes before the show that the guest that was on that particular show that i tested it out with was jamie jamal so i decided i'm not going to do that because a that would be quite boring for jamie and b he might know the answers because i'll probably end up asking some of the same questions so we're gonna do a completely different icebreaker which i came up with about well 10 minutes ago now um it's called guess the lyrics and what we're gonna do is i'm gonna read out uh, a line from a song and you guys are going to shout out uh, your name uh, when you know the answer and tell me the artist uh, and the song title. You get point for each, if possible. Wayne, if you could help score, because I'm not very good at counting. That would be good. Okay, okay, mate. Excellent. Um, and I've got 15 questions. We'll do it rapid fire. It's only a line from each song. It should take us about three minutes, I reckon. Something like that. Uh, is everyone up for it? Let's go. Go for it. Yeah, excited. All right, cool. So, question one. This is a lyric from a famous song. All we've got to do is tell me the name of the artist and the song. Yeah, it goes, with the lights out, it's less dangerous. Wayne. Here we are now. Go on, Nirvana. Smells like Teen Spirit. Fantastic. That's two points to Wayne. Congratulations. Okay, song number two. Love forever. Love is free. Let's turn forever, you and me. Windmill. Windmill for the land. Is everybody in? Is that Spice Girls? It's <laughs> not Spice Girls, no. <laughs> 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 I'm afraid not. Any other guesses? Afraid not, Janet. No. Okay. Alright, that was Gorillas with Feel Good Ink. It's a good song. Right? Um, okay, I'm gonna try and do this one in in the style of a um, sort of punk poet, I guess. Uh, rent a flat above a shop. Cut your hair and get a job. Smoke some fags and play some pool. Pretend you never went to school. Kylie? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Kylie talk about smoking fags and playing pool. <laughs> no one's got that? No. Oh, all right then. Well, that was Common People by Pulp. Do you know what I was thinking? Bollocks. So difficult and there's no melody in it. Perhaps you should sing. Sing us. Well, the problem is it would sound roughly the same because my singing voice is very monotone. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's better this way, trust me. Question four. You must understand, though, the touch of your hand makes my pulse react. Oh, I know that, Jamie. Um, but I can't remember. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go well, this. Um, Anyone else? No. I know yeah. it. I just, I've got nothing in my head, but I do know it. Oh, fuck off, mate. This is really Would it help if I read it again? No. 
I'm going to give you five seconds. Five, four. It's not uh, Jamie Phyllis Nelson. Move closer. No. no, it's not. Three seconds for anyone. Three, two, one. That was Tina Turner. What's love? Of course got to do it with? is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I knew it. Yeah, there you go. Number five. Question five. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Wayne. Mary comes to me. Oh! <laughs> go on, Wayne. The Beatles, let it be. The Beatles have let it be. Two points or one? Two points for that. You got both. Do you know, do it reason I lost that point. I forgot my name. <laughs> yes. I get that. I get that same problem. Uh, question six: Mutual misunderstanding after the fact. Sensitivity builds a prison in the final act. Nah, Mike, you got to picture round. <laughs> <laughs> well, interestingly, I did a picture round. That was the one I was going to do. But anyway, uh, Elton John sacrifice. Right. Question seven: <sighs> No clouds in my storms. Let it rain. I hydroplane into fame. Fuck me, Mike. What's going on? I mean, I can only read what's in front of me, mate. No idea. Anyone else? Clap. Next. No, it's Rihanna <laughs> featuring Jay-Z. It's Umbrella. That's Hello. what I said. Yeah. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> right, question eight. I'm in California dreaming about who we used to be when we were younger and free. Jamie, Adele, uh, hello? Yes, correct. Two points to Jamie. Fantastic. Question nine. Living easy, living free, season ticket on a one-way ride. No? thought someone might get that one that was acdc highway to hell uh i've got this feeling inside my bones it goes electric wavy when i turn it on oh fucking hell it's justin tim wayne justin timberlake can't stop the feeling oh it is two points to wayne wayne's absolutely smashing this okay 11 i've never heard this song full disclosure so I couldn't even sing it if I tried. <laughs> Scare myself to death. That's why I keep on running. Before I've arrived, I can see myself coming. Oh, oh fucking hell. It sounds like something awful, like Dido. It's not Dido, I can confirm that. No? Everyone out? Okay. Yeah. All right. Number 12. 12 or 15. Come on, we can get for I thought this would be more successful. You're not going to tell us who that was, Mike. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Do you know what it was? It was someone called Robin Williams. I don't think it was the Robin Williams, but I don't know. Uh, there was someone called Phil. It's Robin. Um, Robbie Williams. Is it Robbie? It says yeah. Robin on this. I, wonder, I thought, what? Okay. Robbie Williams we'll go with then. Not sure who wrote this. Um, <laughs> right, question 12. This love has taken its toll on me. Rich. She said goodbye. Go on, Richie. No, yes, this Moon 5 and this love has taken it. It's Moon 5 with... Jamie and Moon 5, this love. Bollocks. <laughs> I, ooh, yeah, do you know what? Richie did say it, though. He, he just did, carried he did, on saying it. I'm going yeah. to have to give it to Richie, I think. Um, all right, question 13. But I don't care what they say. I'm in love with you. Try to pull me away, but they don't know the truth. Boys still playing Oh, Wayne. Wayne. Yeah. It's Leona Lewis and Bleeding Love. Oh, he's, he's done it. He's done it. Well done, Wayne. Okay, right, number 14. I'm never going to dance again. Guilty feet have got no rhythm. Oh, bollocks. Jamie, uh, what's his oh, name? Wayne. George, George, George Michael, Michael Careless Whisper. I'm having that, Jamie, for crying off a shot. <laughs> 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 yeah, but can I get an extra point because I'm gay? Yeah. <laughs> can I have a point if I change <laughs> it's, uh, positive discrimination or something, isn't it? Um, question 15 the last one no new year's day to celebrate no chocolate covered candy hearts to give away Jamie Stevie Wonder um, oh, yeah. Um, yeah it is isn't it 
I just called to say I love you or is yeah boom or is yes it, it is yeah. two points to Jamie fantastic there you go that was the icebreaker we got there at the end uh, Wayne what were the scores the picture one's much better by the way well, I can't do it again though can I <laughs> <laughs> uh, your third place with two is Rich in second place with four is Jamie Jamal and in first place is some bloke called Wayne with ten Oh, 10 points, Wayne. That's, that's, you got a third of the questions right. That's quite impressive. Uh, excellent. Good. Well, well done, everybody. I feel like we all know each other a little bit better now, which is indeed the point of the icebreaker. So <laughs> should we move straight into the head-to-head? So, we've all brought a piece of music for the head-to-head that we like, we love, we think it's brilliant. And we think our guest will like it as well, and we're going to let him pick a winner and choose his favourite at the end. Um, Let's go with Richie. What have you got for us today, Richie? I have brought She Must Burn with their song, Incantation.
So that was She Must Burn with her song Incantation. At least I think it's that way around. Um, Brian, would you like to be able to? Would you like to be able to? Would you be okay to just tell us a bit about these guys, please? London, England. She must burn the liver. A lethal blast of death, poor symphonic gothic, and black metal that invokes names like cradle of filth, bleeding through, make them suffer and lorn sore. Founded in 2014, the band issued an eponymous EP in 2015 via Hotary Recordings. In 2017, the band released their full-length debut, Grimoire, which featured guest spots from Make Them Suffer, Sorn Harmonies, and Scott Lewis from Carnifex. Gee, must burn our carving their own mark on heavy music, having toured alongside Cradle of Filth, Lorna Sore, and Rings of Saturn, and gracing the Download Festival stage earlier this year. And their new record Umbra Mortis is a testament to those achievements. You know it's gonna be a belter when it's in Latin, written <laughs> translated to Shadow <laughs> of Death. The band released their brand new album, Umbra Mortis, on 14th October. So yeah, as everybody knows, this isn't typically something I would listen to, but for some reason, or for whatever reason, this one resonated with me and I just liked it a lot, I enjoyed it. I I can appreciate the musicianship in this, usually it just sounds like noise. This didn't sound just like noise, it almost uh, felt like a a piece of theatre, but um, a bit heavier. But yeah, a lot heavier, but yeah. I quite, I quite enjoyed this a lot. So that that's that's me. Um, who's next? Sorry, just two questions. Did you choose that just so that Brian could read out the description? Um, no, <laughs> believe it or not. Okay, fine. And also, what kind of theatre productions have you been going to? <laughs> I, I, I heard theatre in there. <laughs> I mean, I'll go with it. I thought it was great. Um, but we'll talk about it at the end. That was, that was fantastic. Thank you, Richie. Um, I enjoyed that a lot. Um, Wayne, what have you brought for us this week? I have brought a band called World Club with their song Looks Through the Keel. Enjoy. Hello, I'm Dion from a band called World Club. We're based in North Wales on the foot of Erwidva, which is Snowdon. We play melodic, psychedelic rock with hints of William Onivore and 80s experimental McCartney. Uh, the song is all about a door to a past life and how we keep revisiting things, whether it's memories, old hearts, old Elvis collection or last night's pizza, and you find it's never the same. Check us out on our social media handle, World Cup World, or go to our website, worldcupworld.com.
So that was <clears throat> uh, World Cup with their song "Look Through the Keyhole." Um, so here's the here's the bit from the emails. You know, I love read, reading this bit. Uh, World Cup invite you to into a time warp of their pulsating new single "Look Through the Keyhole" on the 21st of October. Hypnotic West Coast tinged surf inspired jaunt through past lives and memory. The track is part of a concept titled Back to the Beginning, a collection of tracks which has since developed into an album of the same name, slated for release in 2023, and a supplement EP titled BTTB Series 1, released on the 4th of November via uh, Rattle Records. There's all the bits and bobs in here, some of the Ballon Elvis collection and late night pizzas and stuff. I just, it's one of those, you know, put it on. Just loved it from the minute it put it on, you know, that slow build of those sort of spacey, psychedelic surf rock vibes, you know, all mixed with that sort of contemporary indie sound it's 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 a winner for me you know it's uh, it's got that great bass groove right from the off um mixed with that sort of low laid back um vocal I and mean, it's just it's just winning for me all day long that is uh, i will say they've obviously spent a lot of time on getting the sound right for this and the way everything fits into their song and they've obviously spent time on exactly how they want it to appear and sound and i, I like that it's just good i like it a lot and that's all i've really got to say about it Mike Five, on to you. Excellent, very good. Well, I've brought you a song by a band called Scare Taxi that's called Get Up, Get Off.
was Scare Taxi with Get Up, Get Off. Uh, I really, really like this band. I literally discovered this band in the last couple of days um, because they approached me about playing a, a festival I put on a couple of weeks. Um, and luckily for them, there was a slot available because someone pulled out, so um, we've got them on. Um, but I really like it. Their album is a mix of kind of gothic rock, indie rock, new wave, post-punk, garage trash rock whatever you want to call it it's just really really good fun uh, and just kind of every time you think you've got it nailed they sort of change the genre and mix it up a little bit which is really really good fun i chose that song because so far it's my favorite i've been listening to the album a couple of times over the last um, couple of days uh, they're a brighton bass band scare taxi uh it's a two-piece bogan tara the two members and they've uh, described themselves as having an eclectic i can't read that has an eclectic former gene pool no politics or hidden agendas here just a penchant for style energy tunes and depth drummers <laughs> so that's them um yeah really really cool bands uh literally you know two days ago i heard this and just thought yeah this is absolutely excellent uh really fresh really cool great lyrics everything about it i love um so that's my submission for the week um where do we go from here we want to what do you think of those songs jamie so the first one i thought uh it sounded like a really good argument that i had once <laughs> um or Evanescence on Acid, I put. Um, and I love the lyrics. Um, <laughs> World Cub, yeah, really liked that. I wasn't sure in some places if it um, was speeding up and slowing down. I think that could just be me, my head. But yeah, really like that. I'd love to hear it live. And um, Scare Taxi, I re- really liked that, the, especially the red dress on. I mean, from the first lyric, I was straight in there. Loved it. Reminded me of Mika at the start, which I'm sure that they'll hate, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't follow Mika. Don't, don't scare them off. I don't want them to split up before they play the festival. It was only that first bit. I was like, oh, this is a bit Mika, but then it, it soon um, dissolved. Excellent. Very good. I, I enjoyed all of those tracks. I, I thought um, that was a great selection. It just goes to show like, you can literally, there's all sorts out there, isn't there? You can play all kinds of stuff but uh, I thought they were brilliant uh, any comments Wayne on the three songs uh, well yeah this is where we normally do the commentary bit in it so um, yeah. we choose a winner I mean let's start with fucking Richie's absolutely unexpected out the blue fucking revelation <laughs> I mean go back five years Rich would you ever thought you'd have brought a song like this to the podcast I want to I say I want to say yes but I, I don't I don't know I don't maybe mm. probably not but I enjoyed it, so I bought it. I mean, it's got it's got some great rhythm change ups in there. It does, you know. You just start with like the full on symphonic metal with the screaming, and and you know it goes like effortlessly from black metal into symphonic and then you know it, it, I'd expect some whiplash there some like oh fucking hell I didn't you know and it, it never came it, it, it just it just was and it's just got some absolutely fucking brilliant metal tropes in there as it were with some really good screaming uh, Mike's song um, you know it's garage rocky it's got that really kind of high sleazy vocal which I really I really enjoyed I love the high energy of the whole thing it's got a great bass sound I'd expect nothing less from you Mike 5 to be honest and it paints this great picture of like low slung guitars and basses like stepping up to the mic sort of swaying hips as they sing so yeah but you'll see this mic in a couple of weeks I dare say so you'll have to report back I'll let you know if there's any hip swaying <laughs> yeah. sure. I basically agree with Wayne all the way through I thought the uh, I loved the first track I never would have expected Richie to bring that I just thought it was excellent heavy in your face reminded me of Cradle of Filth Did they say, I think they said they toured with Cradle of Filth yeah which is pretty cool um, and yeah I really enjoyed uh, is it World Cub or World Club World Cub Cub right okay cool but yeah I enjoyed that that was kind of psychedelic and out there and a bit off the wall um, pretty cool I thought it sped up and slowed down as well so maybe it wasn't just you Jamie I like all of them Yours, Mike, um, I did like it, but it's quite forgettable to the point I've actually forgot what it sounds like now. Right now. 
Oh shit! <laughs> um, so it, it didn't leave much of a mark, unfortunately. It wasn't bad. I remember thinking while I was listening to it, this is all right. But yeah, five minutes later, it's gone from my head. Uh, Wayne, of course, I like World Cup. Uh, I liked them for about two B sides ago when we played this song on the B side. That's why you had him speaking at the start. I figured as much. Yeah. But, um, it's funny because yeah, I've just started listening to the B-sides as well and I must have missed it or, or it's been implanted in my brain that, you, that it was on the one of the two because I've just come back to start listening to them again it's got a very 90s vibe about it I think yeah, but I like it a lot if I was going to choose one of the two songs it'd have to be your uh, World Cup yeah. vote for me then excellent how are we doing this are we doing votes or are we going to get Jamie to pick a winner we do votes no, no we, do we, vote. votes. we do votes so do votes. You, you can go next Mike I'm going to vote for yours, Richie. Jamie? Um, I was going to go World Cup. <laughs> wow. So, so this so this hangs on me choosing either my or You can't win, Wayne. Uh, no, I can. Because <laughs> I'm two votes up. So if I choose Mike's, I'll win. You know. Now, do I... Do I mm. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going... See, I'm, this is why it doesn't work, Rich, because I'm voting for you, which means... You get two votes as well. So that's two, two votes for me and two votes for you. We'll have half a point each in. That means the guest guest choice um, overrules, surely. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's an awful idea. <laughs> half a point each. <laughs> By the way, I don't even know where we are on the scores because when we did the recordings that were You're lost... You're losing... Of- well, the thing is, I, I won that vote twice, and then I wasn't on the actual recording that worked, and I don't know if it won or not. I don't know if you won the second one, actually, Mike. I, th- I think you lost the second time. <laughs> on episode uh, yeah, on episode 17, I think you lost the second time. You won the first time, lost the second time, and then... Um, no, you won both you times. Know. You won both times. And then the third time we brought it along, which is which is episode 18, um, I won. <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, so you did half a point each then, Rich. Is that what you were saying? Yeah. What are the scores then? Where are we on the the league table? Uh, In the league table. So after episode 19, I'm in last place with three and a half. I've improved my score by half a point this week. Uh, Mike is in second place with seven. And Richie is eight in the front, uh, leading on eight and a half points. Is that half a point going to come back to bite Mike in the ass later on in the season? I I think Richie purposely destroyed those recordings so that I didn't get that point ahead of him. (laughs) Anyway, we're going to move on to the wild card. Thank you, Richie. Uh, this is the wild card, which means the song that we play could be absolutely anything. Richie's going to flick through his vast inbox. I didn't mean that to sound so dirty, sorry. <laughs> Richie's going <laughs> to... You think that's bad, My I was going to bang Jamie in the diary last week. <laughs> uh, must be a big diary to fit you both in. Um, anyway, we're... <laughs> <laughs> Must be an eight, one of those A3 ones. Um, <laughs> we're going to flick through the emails that have been... No, fucking hell, sorry. We're going to flick through <laughs> all the submissions that have been sent to us and pick a random track to listen to. Richie's going to flick through. Jamie's going to say stop. We might not have heard, we probably won't have heard the song before. But we're going to play it anyway and see what we all think. Here's the wild card after you, Richie. Right, okay, so I'm flicking through the emails, Jamie. I'm flicking through and I'm flicking and I'm flicking and I'm flicking. And stop. Okay. Flicking at once. <laughs> 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 
Right, so we have from the PR company Infecting Cells. Ooh. Uh, Infecting Cells PR is proud to announce Doom Distributors Cavern Deep Cover Koyoni Squatsy. What? what the fuck have you just read? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this what Brian's for? <laughs> Koyani Squatsy from Philip Glass. Um, Philip think that's Glass? Bad. I'm going to ask... What? Philip Glass? Yeah. Really? It's wow. a cover. It's a, and I think it's a cover of his work. Uh, fair enough. Brian, old buddy, old pal. Dare I ask, you tell us a bit about these guys. Have a think about it and get back to me. <laughs> yeah. Heaven Deep is a slow, heavy band. Founded 2019 by members from Zenaria and Swedish retro riffsters Gudis Skyming, Umi, conceptual music for Doomy people. The constellation of the band is Kenny Oswald Duffenberg on guitars and vocals, Max Malmer on bass and vocals, Kenneth S. Jardin on drums, aqua vocals and keys. What was that? Can you say that again, please, Brian? No, I struggled enough the first time. <laughs> do it yourself, you pathetic cunt. <laughs> Get wow. Right, well, what are we expecting from this then? Uh, Jamie, what do you think this song is going to sound like? Uh, I just would like to say on this podcast, <laughs> it could be anything. Dinosaurs, I don't know. <laughs> See if I can find something else about them because Brian's fucking useless. Come back, um, come back, Austin. All is forgiven. Jesus, uh, Wayne. Any any thoughts on what it might sound like? Um, well, it's going to be Philip Glass for a start. So um, I actually really like Philip Glass. Uh, he's a music composer. Sorry, a, uh, a film composer as well as he composes for modern dance. And if you've ever heard In the Upper Room, it's fucking magnificent. And he did some of the score to Candyman as well, which is also quite eerie and quite jarring. So mm. if they can do anything that compares to Philip Glass. I don't know this one. Um, this Kionis Katsi, I think it's called. So I'm not, I'm not up on this one. So it'll be interesting to see how it compares with the original after listening to the original after this. Excellent. And Richie, is it Glass or Glass? There's no R in it, so it's Glass. Yeah. Just me then. Um, what do you think it's going to sound like? Um, honestly, that's pretty much what Wayne just said. They said that was Swedish, maybe a bit Viking. I don't know. Excellent, cool. I mean, I've got no idea. I could only understand about a third of the words. I didn't. I didn't understand much. But I'm not going to ask him again. No, I wouldn't dare. Uh, let's see what happens then. Yeah, are you expecting much from this, Jamie? No. <laughs> okay, then we'll play the song. So this is um, so this is Cavern D with their song Koyani Squatsy or somewhat similar.
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. So That was Coyone Scotsy boy Kevin Deep. Pretty epic, wasn't it? What do you think, Richie? Just wow! I, I, that's not really much else I can say. I mean, yeah, that it was epic. Yeah, <laughs> um, definitely, Wayne. Um, so I had a quick look at this because the name was troubling me. Um, Coyone Scotsy is a 1982 documentary, and it's one of those documentaries that is like should be seen before you die, sort of thing, and it's just two hours of just images on on screen uh, with like Philip Glass's epic score behind it and they did a follow up to it as well and I know of this film it's one of those I've just released it on Blu-ray apparently so yeah that was fucking epic though going back to that Jesus so fucking wide and just you know invoking of imagery and shit and you know satire in awe of it incredible Yeah. I think most documentaries are better watched before you die it's much harder afterwards <laughs> Nice. That's what I missed about you, Mike. Your fucking witty repartee. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All I'm doing is adding work to Richie's edit- editing. Uh... No, no, it's Daisy. All oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, what did you think of that? Did it did it exceed your expectations, which were fairly low to begin with? It did actually. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it was great, and that's something I've learned in life. Really, if you just lower your expectations, then you're rarely disappointed. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I do know of Philip Glass. Um, I know some of it, a little bit, and um, I didn't know this cover, but. Yeah, great. Loved it. Um, Towards the end, the last quarter or so, there was a very good example of the last episode's uh, intense hardcore genre musical challenge mode. Talk about low expectations, Rich. There was, (laughs) yeah, but there's a good. That that this was a better example than what we did. There's a good example of uh, organum in there with the way that he the the sound of the voice and that higher pitched voice just behind it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Very good. Yeah, I, I thought that was excellent. I, I wasn't sure what to expect based on um, Brian's terrifying description and um, whatever the fuck that was that they sent. But um, it was absolutely amazing, wasn't it? It was proper, in-your-face, epic. Yeah, um, well, almost theatrical. Uh, to... I just want to point out for our listeners that Brian won't be back again. It's just because it's... Uh, I mean, this after, When this is released, it'll be after... It'll probably be closer to fucking um, Bonfire Night, but it's close to Halloween when we record this, so I thought I'd bring Brian along to scare the shit out of us. <laughs> so, yeah, we won't, we won't be having him back again. Don't say that out loud. I might be, might be upset by that. Just don't invite him back. <laughs> don't <to> offend Brian. <laughs> Thank you, Sir Brian, for reading the description in such a beautiful way. We love you, really. Um, and I guess now we're on to the intense hardcore genre musical challenge mode. Go. Oh, fucking hell. Now, obviously, I wasn't here last time. You know, it wasn't a proper episode. but um, So I don't know what the genre was that was picked. So this is all going to be a surprise to me. Um, who would like to tell us all about it? Um, Wayne. <laughs> right, so we picked French, <laughs> French House on the last episode. Okay. Um, also known as French Touch uh, Filter House and Tech Funk, which um, is exactly what you think it is, to be honest. You know, it's just just house music done by French people. That's um, <laughs> it. Uh, it's like a form of Euro disco sort of thing. This is all from Wikipedia. And it came in the 90s, that's it. And it uses filter and phaser effects, that sort of thing. I will say, listening to this stuff, um, I listened to quite a bit of... Uh, it took me a long time to find a proper, genuine French house playlist because <laughs> apparently, just if you mention the word French, it goes into a French house playlist and it's jazz. Um, that's what Spotify does for me. Fucking brilliant. But people like Daft Punk... Yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, you know what? It's probably better there, to be honest. Uh, people at Daft Punk, uh, Stardust, uh, Cassius, the Superman lovers, those sort of people are going to be uh, what you're going to recognise when it comes to French House. I will say about French House, I think it's a more serious version of like dance music. They seem to take a bit more time and a bit more care. Uh, it's better crafted than just some of the stuff you hear in clubs and things like that. But that's my take on it. What's your take on it, Rich? I love house music, and honestly, it's just house music done by French people. Is it more <laughs> serious? Maybe more serious than some house artists, but not really. I, I failed to see much of a difference, and I thought I'd hear much more. Cause you and your track, you put some French vocals in there. Um, <laughs> I didn't hear much French vocals in any, any house music, because usually you don't get much in the way of vocals it's just about the music um, obviously I've, I didn't know if I was, if I was going to get yours because you said you wouldn't, might not be able to get over in time so I quickly, yeah, quickly threw one together this afternoon so as always I say as always I lost last last times so it didn't make it onto Patreon I, I don't, can't find it but uh, we're going to play both of them and then Jamie will choose which one will stay in the show and which one will go in the Patreon so yeah uh, who do you want to listen to first? Okay, we'll play Wayne's in. <laughs> it's like choosing a favourite child. You can't ask people to do that. Forgetting not that a few weeks ago we decided that the genre challenge, when we do a genre, we was going to do Intergalactic uh, by the Beastie Boys in the style of that genre. So not to steer away from that, I've done um, Austin Galactic 
<laughs> but yeah, we'll play Wayne's first, which is called Le Maison de, de whatever it says. What is it? Le Maison de Escargot. Hi guys, it's me, Pedro, the podcast genie. Just to let you know that, although both pieces of music will be discussed and played, only Wayne's will be played all the way through in this final edit. Richest full piece can be found exclusively at patreon.com forward slash YHHTMPC. New members will also be invited to our members only area, where if you are a content creator, we will give you a shout out on, on socials and on the podcast. If you are a musician or artist, we will give your music a play on a B-side episode if you haven't heard this music podcast. Plus, your support means the world to us. Our latest supporter is Mikey from KGUP Radio. So thank you, Mikey, for your support. You can now find KGUP Radio in our new radio tab over on www.yhhtmpc.com. Thank you and on with the show. La Maison des Escargots Probably a better example of the genre than mine because dates back to like earlier uh, drum and not drum and bass, earlier house music, which was a bit more cheesy than modern house. And yours had that element of cheese in there. <laughs> Are you trying to talk mine down, Ridge? No, not at all. I think it was a better example of the genre from what I've heard on the uh, playlists. I thought that was exceptional. I mean, I, I really genuinely enjoyed that. And to be honest with you, if you'd just thrown in a little bit of someone going, La Bibliothèque, Écoute, and stuff like that, I would have been all over. I, would have been, I mean, I'd have been going wild. It's like the French version of Scooter. Um, that was sensational, Wayne. What a cracking job. Well, I'm, I'm a bit disappointed that both of you have uh, slagged my song off because I was going for Daft Punk and I ended up with Scooter. Fucking I hell. I wasn't slagging it. I love Scooter. I think Scooter are brilliant. Tie your shoes. It's brilliant. <laughs> Not slagging off at all. That's awesome. Uh, what did you think of that, Jamie? I liked it. 
Yeah, uh, I can't believe you did that, Wayne. That was really good. Can we just preface this like we always do? That's 90 minutes of my life, that is there. That's all I've took at doing this. The, the hardest part of that was putting guitar over the top because I was just enjoying playing guitar. So that's all that took was about, was about 90 minutes. That one. I was about to ask you about the lead guitar, innit? That's all me. If I put that on at a house party, I know that would go down really well. I'll tell Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I forgot to ask at the beginning, but I assume we didn't get any submissions for the genre. Do you know what? I didn't look like I usually do. I completely forgot to look and ask. But um, do you know what? I might have been able to get someone who does this genre if I'd have put it out on Twitter. But we'll never know. It's just Wayne and I giving you an example of what we think the genre's like. Which is pretty much just playing some fucking house music. Now, Wayne spent 90 minutes on his. The information that we might not have a piece of music for today came, like, very late and uh, I had to put this together in like half an hour and I wanted to carry on with the intergalactic theme so please don't judge me it is what it is so this is Austin Galactic by me I apologise. You've got girl. You've got guile. Step to me. I'm a rapper file. <laughs> that was amazing. That was so fucking cool. <laughs> so yeah, that's um, like I say, Wayne's was uh, much closer to the genre. I think I just threw something together that I don't know. Anyway, outstanding. This is this is. I mean, I knew at the beginning of the year this was going to be my favourite part of doing this show, but wow. <laughs> that was just amazing. Uh, Jamie, what did you think of that one? It reminded me of Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> you know, that sunscreen song, but without the good advice. <laughs> what, you don't like your sugar with coffee and cream? <laughs> Certainly not. <laughs> Definitely not our worst um, intense. In fact, last last episode that yeah. was our worst it's going to take some beats so. in that one <laughs> I'm impressed I thought the quality was, was really good there um, what tune are we going to put in the podcast and what are we going to put on Patreon then oh well the geek house for me stays in the show yeah got to be sorry Richie that's fine it's fine no well, like I say it was a better example so hats off to Wayne very good well um, I commend both of you I thought that was excellent and we need to pick a genre for next week don't we we do. We do. Uh, Jamie, do you want to pick a letter from... Just pick a letter. J. Okay. Right, with two pages of J. Page one or page two? Of page one. Page one, right. Eight different versions of J. So, one to eight, Jamie. Um, eight. I knew you were going to fucking say eight because I just read it and went out for fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, uh, I think it's Jarana. Ja- Yucateca <laughs> Jelana Yucateca Taitika uh, Traditional Yucatan dance music For the next uh, episode Oh fabulous uh, Oh fuck me 
Wow. Do you, you reckon we'll get some? Do you reckon we'll get some people for that? <laughs> you never know. It's worth a shout out on Twitter, isn't it? You never know. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm looking forward to that as always. I I, see, I worry about stuff like this because I worry that it's going to come across a little bit racist when we do it, and we don't mean to. No. Oh, <laughs> We're I think, just no, trying I to show it's... you the song. Uh, the, uh, the genre I think I'm sure you could do intergalactic over it so there you go what was it Gerana Yucatica well, yeah Gerana Yucatica yeah uh, the Gerana uh, is a typical dance and musical form of the Yucatan Peninsula uh, there are two possible uh, meters oh, I'm not even going to bother trying to read that um, yeah there you go still in pairs apparently brilliant yeah Good. Well, I'm already excited. So thank you, Jamie, for choosing our next genre. And that concludes the Intense Hardcore Genre Musical Challenge where I go for this week. And next, we're on to Wayne with Don't Know Much About History. Hello, everybody. Episode 19 of the Don't Know Much About History section... Uh, I've got a bit contemporary this time uh, with, with my song choice. I've got a bit more contemporary music. Contemporary, contemporary and timeless, put it that way. On the last episode, I said, oopsie, and which Richards then um, corrected me to say should have been toasty. I always thought it was oopsie. And if you don't know what that is, we're talking about Mortal Kombat um, and the Techno Syndrome Mortal Kombat theme tune by the Immortals. Uh, so in 1993, the world of video games was absolutely changed forever. Uh, when the games company Midway released the still incredible to this day, Mortal Kombat, a one-on-one fighting game of absolute high stakes. Uh, the success of this game was vast and all-encompassing uh, to the point in 1995, New Line Cinema released a film of the game and it was massive. You could not shift for that. I remember I lived it. I was one of those people who was pissed off that it was an 18 and couldn't get to the pictures to see it. Uh, along with these kick-ass characters and some, some terrible whitewashing of characters as well and some very early CGI uh, that has its charm it has an age well but it does have its charm there is an absolute <laughs> this banger of a tune that is Techno Syndrome by the Immortals
the immortals there with techno syndrome the soundtrack album uh, to the film mortal kombat reached number 10 on the top 200 billboard chart in america and went platinum within a year uh, it was also certified as the uh, first ed album album to receive uh, to receive a platinum certificate in the US. In 2011, it was entered into the Guinness Book of Records Gamers Edition as the most successful game spin-off soundtrack of all time. The Immortals are a duo from Belgium. They are Maurice Prager Khan, N. Gellin, and Olivier Adams, and they are responsible for the controversial industrial band Lords of Acid. Controversial, I had to look this up, people, because I was a bit like controversial for what? Apparently, it's like really sexy, sexually explicit lyrics and uh, content within their songs. But yeah, that's uh, that's a little small history lesson this week uh, for episode 19, uh, which was Techno Syndrome by the Immortals. I'll start with Rich because I dare say you've got a lot to say about this. Well, first thing I've got to say is uh, about the the duo that consists of three people. <laughs> I thought that. Is it the way you said it? It sounded like three people. Did I? Sorry. It's the way I said his surname, so it's Morris, and he's got he's got like a middle name, which is Prager Khan, because Prager Khan was his alter ego in um, the uh, the Lords of Acid. So it's Morris uh, Engelen. Uh, that's his name, Morris. Yeah, E N G E L E N Engelen. It's not easy reading this bullshit out. You know this, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Morris Engelen and Olivier Adams. Got it. Okay. There you go. Yeah. What was it? Praga Khan is like his stage name, is it? His stage name for uh, Lords of Acid, yeah. I tried to contact the artist on Instagram, but uh, I had nothing back. So, I mean, I was moaning earlier that on YouTube we get copyright strikes, even though the artists have asked us to play them. Not not only are we promoting them, we've been asked to play the music, and yet we get a copyright strike on YouTube. I think we might get a justified strike off this one, to be honest. (laughs) I'm pretty sure this this one's not in the public domain. We could even get a cease and desist from Sony off this one, I think. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, it's not Sony's music, so don't worry about it. (laughs) I think it belongs to Midway. Uh, But either way, I, I actually had the soundtrack to the film and it's the most played album I've ever played. I, <laughs> every single tune on it was an absolute fucking banger. And I yeah, played it all the way through, God knows how many times. Uh, when I did karate, I was asked, we, we, had, we had to do a, a kata, our own kata. Design a kata and do it to a piece of music. I did that kata to this piece of music. <laughs> fucking love this tune. So, yeah, Mortal Kombat was still to this day my favourite game ever, along yeah. with Street Fighter. I just fucking loved it. Don't, don't know what I really learnt from that, Wayne, to be honest. Uh, but... You learnt it's the... I'm going to have to go back and read this, aren't I? Um, that it was the... It's the first EDM album to receive a platinum uh, certificate in, in, the U- in the US. That's why we'll get a cease and desist <laughs> that's, that's the reason I brought it because it was that I found that very interesting but no, it is very interesting it is very interesting of all EDM artists and, and acts and all that to, to come out of at that time period it was a fucking movie soundtrack that did it first <laughs> it was your favourite Rick Raiden yeah I always I was love Luke Kang yeah it's just Bruce Lee jumped up Bruce Lee <laughs> but then again, the film was ju- the the film was just a jump up into the dragon, wasn't it? That's all it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mike, uh, I loved it. 
I think that's outstanding and it brought back very happy memories. Um, I also used to play with Leah Kang because I love the uh, ridiculous bicycle kick and the um, the noise he makes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That noise. Uh, But also, I can't remember. Is it Sub-Zero or is it Scorpion? Which one goes, come here? Scorpion. 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 That's a good character as well. Um, But yeah, I, I... that's i mean fucking hell what can i say that's brilliant i absolutely loved it great choice for the podcast a beautiful piece of history and uh probably your best history episode so far i'm um, fucking hell man <laughs> well it's short anyway oh, see the way. thing is because i was i was i was just a, i was a teenager when that came out it doesn't feel like history to me because it's part of my, <laughs> my it's part of my timeline it doesn't you, feel you like wait, history you wait for Kalen to get a bit older and just he, he makes you he'll make you feel as old you fucking are because my kids do it to me every week without fail he said what did Ollie say to me the other week that old film he was talking about the fucking Goonies <laughs> <laughs> when did that come out I mean that's pretty old yeah but <laughs> not to me it didn't. it's like it's like my lifetime <laughs> in fact the Goonies came out the year I was born right that's old yeah Contemporary history, that's what it is. Contemporary history, exactly. We're making history all the time. We're making history right now on this beautiful piece of art that we're going to release in some form. Uh, Jamie, what did you think of that? Yeah, it just reminded me of the 90s. Um, just kept thinking about uh, things that I Ecstasy. did in the 90s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's cool thing. yeah. yeah lovely Vince out smiling at the wall. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Yeah, I enjoyed that it. That was my last week, that was. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Wayne. Uh, what have you got for us next week? Christ, I haven't even chose one yet. Uh, I was looking at one earlier, and it was too difficult to try and find the song. So, um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anybody got any other suggestions? That, the, um, what, what, what's the music that's on that silver disc that went into space? Uh, you want me to look at that? Yeah, it will do. I will I will find that. The first song to be played in space, we shall call that episode then. It might not have been played yet. That's it true, might not, but it's the first song that people hear. Yeah. It depends whether or not they could fit a record player on the ship, doesn't it? It depends as well, because they've probably put something on there like the Rolling Stones, and I definitely can't get away with playing that on the podcast. Should we, should we all have a guess? Because I think, I think it might be Beethoven's Fifth Symphony is the first song, and I'm sure it's on a gold uh, LP, a solid gold LP. Isn't there some Pink Floyd or something in space? I think they've sent, um, uh, oh, what's it called? Dark Side of the Moon. I'm sure I'm sure there's a little bit of, because it's one of the biggest selling albums of all time, and a little bit of, oh, it's got moon in it, and then we're going to send it to space. But I'm sure they've done that. Uh, I'm sure that's in space. Somewhere. Yeah, but surely if you're sending anything, no, you're going to send Brahms's uh, The Planets, aren't you? Into space, surely. That's what you're going to do. I mean, you, yeah. Was that Brahms? <laughs> it is, is it Brahms? Fuck knows. <laughs> there's Holst. Holst, sorry, I knew it was a, a, a one word. Yeah, good. Well, well, I mean, I can't remember where we were now, but um, thank you, Wayne. That was great. Uh, so next week we're going to hear about space. <laughs> and now we're going to move on to the. Now we're going to move on to the artist spotlight. And our artist of the week, you've heard him lots throughout the show. You've heard his opinions on all sorts of music uh, and a little bit about what he got up to in the 90s. It's Jamie Jamal. How are you doing, Jamie? <laughs> Hello, very well. Thank you very much. Excellent, excellent. What's been your favourite part of the show so far? Um, hearing you, obviously, as usual. <laughs> such, a, such a charmer. <laughs> you can come back. <laughs> um, no, I liked the, I liked the, um, the bit where you 
uh, Wayne and Richie um, did their, I don't know what that section was called. A disaster. Yeah, it's called the Intense Hardcore Genre Musical Challenge Mode Go, but it's not very easy to remember that. No, I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Excellent. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, so tell us what you've been up to since we, you, when did we last have you on the show? It must have been last oh. week. <laughs> <laughs> which, which of your shows? Um, <laughs> you this mean show. this one? I think it was this around uh, Just Because You Can Doesn't Mean You Should, which was about, I don't know, March, April, maybe. That sounds about right. So you've been up to quite a bit since then. So tell us all about Ooh, it. Yes. Um, what have I been up to? So I decided to take the year off of doing anything live. Uh, that didn't work out very well. Um, because I've been doing quite a bit of live stuff recently to work on the the new album with Flux. So uh, we have been doing that. Um, I've been doing lots of collaborations. The collaborations since lockdown seem to be continuing, which is good. I'm not complaining. So yeah, I've just been trying everything I can, really. Yeah, just keep putting myself out there for new experiences. Excellent, excellent. How how do you go about finding collaborations? Because you've done loads now. So how do you find people and how do you know they're not going to be an arsehole when you start working with them? Well, I I don't. (laughs) Yeah, Um, people tend to contact me these days. Uh, And I'm probably a bit too shy to approach somebody that I really like and rate because um, I probably would think that they might reject me. And then I I, I wouldn't know how to take that. So, but actually, a person did contact me that I I really wanted to work with them, but didn't say. And eventually, uh, maybe a couple of years later, they contacted me. So that was quite a nice surprise. So, and like when you when someone contacts you, uh, and you like, how does it work? Do you? Oh, usually they need a gay singer. it usually starts along the lines of um so i want to do something erasure inspired or pet shop boys inspired or uh, george michael or something and they think of me i don't know why who knows (laughs) (laughs) i'm now known as the shake it naked singer (laughs) (laughs) okay excellent so they approach you and they go we need a gay singer yeah Um, well they don't quite say they don't say like that but that's what they really mean i read between the lines yeah and are they so do they have a a song ready or are they um just kind of going oh i think we should work together do you fancy it like you know what stage do they come to at sometimes they're ready uh, um they usually say what kind of thing they're after and then i usually send them a few things of stuff i like and they yeah do it based around that okay cool so it's pretty collaborative for the off so so say the the stay home with me track uh, matt winter contacted me after i think i put a picture up of me watching the pet shop boys at glastonbury this year and he was inspired by their performance and um, decided he wanted to do something pop and thought of me being pop being gay I suppose. <laughs> I didn't lead you down this path, Laura. You, you started this. I just want to, just want to put that out there. I wasn't making any assumptions or stereotypes or anything. Um, no, I'm doing all that myself. <laughs> fine, fine. Um, okay, so uh, slightly different question for you then. So if you owned a pet shop, what would be the animal you would be least keen about having to sort of look after before it was bought? What kind of fucking question is that? No, that's relevant. I actually did used to work in a pet shop. Oh, here we go. Come on, see, it's a great question. And the answer is a spider. No, a, a snake. It'd be a snake, yeah. A spider or a snake. Talk Just about a snake. innuendos. 
It'd be a snake. Yeah, I, right. I could be in a shop with a. What was your question again, caller? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you worked in a pet shop, which it turns out you did, so it's a yeah. brilliant question. We didn't if sell you animals. Though. In a pet shop, you didn't sell animals. No, oh, just okay. pudgy seed. So people would come in and go, "Have you got fat balls?" And I used to say, "Well, I've had no complaints." Oh, or they would phone up and say, uh, "Where are you?" And I used to say, "I was by the till." That kind of thing. <laughs> okay. <but it's- laughs> This is brilliant. This is gold. Um, no, so the question was, what would be the animal that you would uh, be least <laughs> pleased about having to care for in the uh, in the pet shop that you're now running? Or perhaps well, it would be a snake, yeah, know. because I'm terrified of snakes. I mean, I can appreciate the beauty. <laughs> Jamie, but, yes. Jamie, do you like a cockatoo? Three or four. That's been known, dear. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Oh dear, that was just blatant. Amazing. (laughs) Uh, Snakes, you don't like snakes, okay, got it. No, I love snakes, I absolutely love snakes, but I couldn't be in the same room as one. (laughs) Okay, sort of thing you'd rather watch. But this is going well, isn't it? <laughs> um, what's the what's the favourite uh, what's your favourite new song by an independent artist that you've heard in the last six months? Rim Job by Alice Lowe. Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so pleased. That's oh, actually God. a really good tune. We played that on New Music Saturday. I think. No, <laughs> she's brilliant. I've seen her a few times. Yeah, she played at Green Man this year. I was just about to ask you, Jamie, if you went or not. I did. Yeah. So I run a thing called the Disco Tent there. I don't know if you did. You go. Up the top corner. Um, it's not an official thing. It's in the settlement area. Oh right, okay. No, nowhere near. First time going, so it was a bit. Um, I haven't been to a festival that large, so it was a bit like. Fuck it. Uh, so you were, yeah. I didn't get it. Yeah, it's not an official thing. You'll just see me outside his camper with a Bluetooth speaker. Actually, there's going to be a video coming out called the the disco tent. Uh, I pieced together lots of uh, footage. So yeah, people come up to us in the village. We just went to Crickhow, the local village, and people would come up and say, "Are you the disco tent people?" I think they started off calling us the bear tent, but we were like, "No, we're the disco tent." Why did they call you the bear tent? Because we have lasers and camping smoke and um, lots of disco music. And we just um, dance. And most wow. most people's camping are, is quite boring, isn't it? They, they're with children and it's everyone looks the same, but we don't. Do you- <laughs> <laughs> we definitely don't. I guess you have to see it to believe it. Next time you're there, pop down to Settlement and I'm sure you'll see us. I'm thinking about going next year. Yeah. But you can't go, mate. It's sold out. Yeah. Oh, fuck me. What now? <laughs> 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 who, who was your favourite, Jamie? Who, who was your favourite of the of the weekend there? Um, there was a Wesley Gomez, I think he was called. They were brilliant, and um, craft work were amazing. Once I found the little um, secret bar, that was me pretty much done, to be honest. <laughs> secret bar. It was um, the gay bar behind the. Um, cocktail bar. It may have been called Cockatoo or something like that. The Cockatoo yeah. bar. <laughs> <laughs> this this means nothing to a very very vast selection of people. Green Man is incredible. That's why it's sold out. People. That's what that's what uh, you're going to get from this conversation. Yeah. I, I went. For, I, I think I've been to a music festival with that much music before. It was completely overwhelming. Oh. It's fantastic. I've never been, but having this conversation, it's like I was there. <laughs> 
<laughs> all the reminiscing and the lasers it's incredible oh man what a weekend that was um <laughs> a week we were there for a week what a week it was yeah it was, thank it, you, you know, went so quickly it felt like a weekend uh, what's what's coming up uh, next for you jamie what are you what are you up to next on your musical journey your magical mystery tour um i've got a christmas song coming out with um kiffy the dreamer um hmm. And I'm doing a uh, flux. I've got another live gig. That'll be our third one, uh, which is December 17th in the Moon Club in Cardiff. I mean, we played in Newport recently, and um, when it got to the Spunk song, you know, Handbag Punk, they've got a lot of straight people in the audience. And it turns out that <laughs> straight people love me shouting Spunk at them. It seems to <laughs> amuse them. So we got booked for this gig. <laughs> so uh, that was quite pleasant. Um, and I've got a few songs in the wings wait to come out um, and obviously the flux album next year so yeah that's me fantastic i'm looking forward to that tell us about the christmas song i'm intrigued by this christmas song because you hinted at it a few weeks ago but told us nothing about I it i told so. you lies tonight um yeah <laughs> giffy rang in didn't he to say that um asked me about christmas song and i denied all knowledge yes that's right and yeah. he was obsessed with me or something um yes <laughs> so how did it come about i don't m- remember actually uh, we we've worked together before on a song and i think he just said you want to know the collaboration and and a christmas song i think yeah and so it's about um it's called the night before christmas um so i, I a lady that i looked after for a long long time actually uh she sadly died on christmas eve last year so it's about her but it's not a sad song it's quite a jolly happy song it's more about um that i used to really enjoy christmas and now i don't <laughs> but it's set to a nice happy beat but but done in a nice way okay am cool. i selling it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, one way. Yeah. <laughs> so all my de- so all my dead people they end up in a bauble on the Christmas tree, and that's basically what. Yeah. Okay. I'm I've, not sure. I've now got loads of baubles on my Christmas tree. <laughs> dead say people. All my all my dead. Is this? Are we gonna have to submit this to court at some point? Or Corpses. Is this? Uh, so <laughs> this is um, fam- three family friends. You know, the older you get, the more dead people you remember. I see. I'm with you. I'm with you. Oh, that's well, that's quite sweet to sort of remember. You well, know, the remember. other idea I had was um, Santa's a paedophile, but I don't think that go down very well. <laughs> <laughs> so we went with um, the night before Christmas. He's coming down your chimney and all that sort of stuff. Oh, is it? Yeah, I don't want to ruin everyone's Christmas, but yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay, this has gone dark. Um, <laughs> so many ways. You wouldn't know it though if I didn't explain that. You wouldn't know it from listening to the song. You just think it's a nice little jolly tune about the night before Christmas. Maybe that's cool. I think that's a nice thing to do to sort of you know use a, a point in the year. Christmas is a good point in the year to to reflect and remember people and stuff like that. So I think that's a, a really cool thing to do. Actually, uh, in all seriousness, I think it's a, a really nice thing to do. Uh, very good. Excellent. Well, it sounds like you got those coming up and the Flux album. Um, I'm excited about because that's always. Good. Uh, there's always going to be some good stuff in there. Have you got all the tracks ready and stuff? Or are we still? No, no. Up? Richard is still on drum tracks for one track, and he's stuck. So I need to give him a good kick. Richard it works really well with deadlines. I haven't given him many recently, but yeah, we've we've got quite a few tracks. We probably need to work on another four or five, and then we could just like 
choose eight or nine. Excellent, very good. Um, Wayne, Richie, any more questions for Jamie? So a green man. <laughs> <laughs> any, any non-green man questions? I mean, the whole conversation got thrown in the middle there, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nothing about pet shops either. Ridiculous. So are you planning on doing any tours? So if you ever come to Birmingham, I don't mind coming to see you gig. Sure, yeah. Well, next year we, we are planning, plan, planning, oh, can't speak, planning a tour. Yeah, so I'll hit you up when we're at Birmingham way. Lovely. Wayne, anything? Green man? Uh, no, I'm, I'm green man out, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> what, does anyone know why it's called Green Man? I literally know nothing about this festival apart from They, they have tonight. a green man there. It's the, you know, it's the green man of the earth. That's what it's yeah. about. Yeah, it's a very green festival. This is, it's, um, it's actually the um, last independent festival, isn't it? And it's also run by a, a female. I think so. Yeah. yeah, I was reading about it. They got a green man. Tra- it's, in, it's an incredible festival. If you don't know nothing about it, just just go and look it up. Everything they do is is impen- independently run. Excellent, Jamie. For, for what will probably be my last question of the night, and may actually make the edit. Um, <laughs> if you if you if you only had thirty seconds to tell the world something important or poignant or perhaps just silly or about your music or anything, what would you want to tell them? Because now is your chance. I would say just start off with handbag punk and then work your way through me through there <laughs> the end <laughs> excellent I think that's a good that's a, that's a good way to explore Jamie and indeed his music so thank you very much for joining us we appreciate it tonight it's been really, you're very really welcome good nice to talk to you all um, have we got a track to play Richie we do we have uh, Stay Home With Me featuring Matt Wintad so yeah um, we're at the end of the show Mike excellent well in that case that just leaves me to say thank you very much to Jamie thank you very much to Richie and Wayne I'm going to close this week's episode of You Haven't Heard This Music podcast and we're going to listen to Jamie Jamal's latest song um, hopefully it'll be the winter remix of it uh, I've been Mike I have been Richie I've been Wayne and our guest has been I have been fabulous fun uh, Jamie Jamal <laughs> <laughs> yes you have thanks for listening if indeed you still are You're coming home, it's been a while I hear you curse as you drop your key As you turn your back, I fall to my knees Turn your back, stay home with me Stay home with me You can change your plans, your demands Stay home with me Stay home with me Stay home with me Coming back We argue 
angel things into a bag Everything went black On a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365-day returns.